You're in the Daily Grind on Christian 105.7. You know, in 2 Timothy, Paul is writing a letter to Timothy, and as I read it, I realize he's talking about people who have disappointed him. Let me just read it to you. It's in 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 9, and it says, Do your best to come to me soon, for Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Tychicus I've sent to Ephesus, and when you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books, and above all the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first offense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. It's really easy to have unrealistic expectations for Christian people, whether it's our church family or our own family our spouse, our children, a member of our extended family, it's so easy to place this burden of perfection on them, almost like the fourth person of the Trinity. (laughs) And when they don't, and when they don't measure up, then we hold that against them. It's like we judge them when they fall short because they didn't meet our expectations. When we're the ones that put these expectations on them that only God can have and can ever fulfill and it leads to church splits it leads to divorce it leads to estrangement of children or or pulling away from people in your family it leads to broken friendships it leads to all of these things but but the whole all of this i think it, this little passage is so powerful because paul takes the stance that jesus did and that he said, may it not be held against them. They abandoned him. He was the leader. He was a leader. And people abandoned him all over. People who loved Jesus, people who were following Jesus, abandoned him. And, and he was left. But he said, may it not be held against them. And that is a hard place to be. Because we want people to know that they did wrong. And we want to tell them about it. And we, we, or we just want to ignore the situation completely and remove ourselves and, and run away and go somewhere else, whether we leave a church and move on or we, you know, just say, I don't want to be married to you anymore and we go on or we say, you can't live in my house anymore and we go on. We want to put some kind of band aid on this thing, but really it's us putting expectations on other people. I'm not saying we can't hold other people to a high standard, but when we hold them to the standard that God can only meet, that's the problem. Yeah, I have to agree. And, you know, I'm walking through a situation right now where, you know, I feel like somebody has sorely let me down, and I'm, and I'm having to deal with that. I'm dealing with the emotions that go with it, but I'm also dealing with God over the situation mm-hmm. and, and realizing that as just as Paul surmised at the end of this passage here, I must ask him that this not be held against this individual. I must finish this race well. And regardless of, of how the other person continues, what, what direction they go, what path they take, I know that I have to do the right thing in the eyes of my Lord 
And so this is this is very real to me today, and you know, somewhat unexpected. We uh, sometimes we we choose what we're going to speak about in the morning uh, a little later in the game than you might realize, but because we want it to be real to us as well as we share with you, we want to have our own real and individual reactions to the Word of God, and and that's what's happening today. And I'm able to read this and realize God is so on time all the time. You know, he 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 brings even through us what we need for us yeah. and it's it's amazing that God works through each of us like this to to help us understand more about who we are in in Christ as we've have accepted the grace of, of our Savior to realize that, that we can walk through these same situations that we are hopefully helping guide you through so with people we've got to be thankful for them I think that is totally biblical to be thankful for the people in our lives that we should love them dearly treat them with honor and respect that we should do everything that we can to maintain peace maintain you know just unity in all relationships that we have be willing to give to them and serve them and and be open to them as they speak into our lives and be able to take you know criticism from them or whatever we were designed to live in community that's true but when we place our hope the hope of our heart on people we're always going to be disappointed we're always going to be let down no one is able to be our personal messiah it doesn't matter who they are they they just can't do it so no person can be the source of our identity no person can be the basis of our happiness they can't there's no one on this earth that can give us a reason to get up in the morning there's no person who's able to change us from the inside out. No one can alter our past. Nobody's able to to atone for our wrongs. They, they can't give our heart peace and rest. Only Jesus can do that. And so if we're putting those unrealistic expectations on other people, then we've really got to evaluate and reevaluate where our heart is and then place our hope and trust back on the only one that can save us. I don't think I can say that. It's amen. Amen. You're in the daily grind. (laughs) Christian 105.7.